Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. And today our leader is from the World of Radio, the highly rated station. Moving 92.5 KQMV's midday host Justin Barnes is here, as well as Jay Preby. He is the CEO of Hand in Hand, a Snohomish County agency that offers a safe place for kids in transition. He's the real reason I want to have uh, this half-hour chat. <laughs> talk, Justin. No offense. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm a yeah. passive. I talk enough. This, yeah. is, this is his turn. You, you are a leader in radio, but I want to talk to Jay here today. Jay and Justin, that's my clumsy way of saying welcome. Thanks for being here this morning. Absolutely. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for having me. I, I really am glad to have you because uh, it is about kids and kids that have found themselves for, through no fault of their own in trouble and in a tough situation. Um, and and Justin, you you have found a way. You want to help too, and that's yeah. why you're here. And, and you've been recruited others to help. And this is a nonprofit agency in Snohomish County, like Everett area, right? South Everett. Yeah. Tell South us Everett. a little bit about Hand in Hand and the couple of programs you have, especially Safe Places, the one I kind of want to talk about today. Yeah, but. absolutely. So Hand in Hand is a uh, nonprofit uh, human services agency that provides uh, services to children and fa- uh, and their uh, families who are in crisis. And quite often, that crisis comes from um, you know, there's negligence or abuse in the family, or families have lost their home, or they've been evicted, um, or, you know, they just fall on circumstances that just create challenges for them to live. And so Hand in Hand stands by those families and provides services. We have three really kind of um, large programs that we provide. The first one is our uh, foster support services. So we we strive to support uh, our foster kids and, and foster parents who are um, in care or dependent in the child welfare system. Um, and so we provide concrete goods. We support them with counseling, visitation support services as they're trying to reunite with their families. Um, we also have an outreach program. So our outreach program is embedded in schools. It's our way to kind of connect with children who are, you know, at risk um, as well as uh, or, or close to uh, being removed from their homes due to one reason or another. And so we connect with those kids and families and provide them resources. Those resources could va- um, vary from school supplies. Uh, it could go to uh, rental and utilities assistance. Quite often they're short on the rent. Um, and so being able to help those families um, is important. We provide soccer outreach. It's a way for us to get kids on the pitch, provide them how to uh, provide them skills, how to be leaders as well as followers and kind of not, not allow them to be limited based on the situation or the scenarios that they're going through in their life. And then the other is our uh, safe place. It's our 72-hour emergency shelter. Um, and this, uh, this is uh, probably one of the largest pro- programs and services we provide. Uh, this is where we receive children who have been removed from their homes for one reason or another. Quite often it's uh, due to allegations of abuse or negligence. Um, and so we, those children are placed with us while the Department of Children, Youth, and Family determine where they go, what happens to them. Are there, is there family that can provide support for them? Um, can they go back home to mom and dad or mom and or dad um, and or um, do they need to be placed in a foster home? Um, and so yeah. we provide um, support to that child during that 72 hours. And quite often what we're also doing is we're just loving on that kid. I mean, first and foremost, we're just loving on that kiddo. Um, and then second. That's got to be the easy part. If, par- pardon me for interrupting. Yeah. But that's an easy part of, of what you do, right? <clears throat> then there's a lot of hard work. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. yeah a kid has shown up and. Brought to you by sometimes it's the police, sometimes it's yeah. a child protective yeah. services type of agency, and and yeah, you got to look after them for a while, right? Yeah, we have to look out after them and we have to love on them, but we also have to, um, you know, we have to just look past some of the negligence that's been that's happened. So these kids come with them. Um, 
broken arms. Um, they come with cigarette burns on them. They come with, um, they're bald because there's ringworm on their head. They're just infested with scabies or, um, uh, or lice. Um, these children have been neglected. They're malnutritioned. Um, they just have not been loved. Um, and so we have a tremendous team of care coordinators to just receive those kids, love on them, and um, don't pass any judgment. We just love on those kids. So it's a transitional, I don't know, it's not a home, but you do have a facility where you actually do house these kids for a while. It's temporary. Yeah. So is there a limit uh, that, I don't know, there's a law probably that's, that's probably a county law or a state law says kids that are taken in this situation have to be found a permanent place yeah. in so many hours or something like that. Is that what's going on? Yeah, quite often what happens is uh, uh, th- within that 72 hours, the Department of Children, Youth and Family and the social workers and uh, kind of many legal entities are involved yeah. with making <laughs> a decision what happens with those kids. You know, here's the exciting news that's happening at Hand in Hand is uh, we've, been, we've acquired a new house and we're in the middle of remodeling it. And our goal is to expand that to a 30-day home. Um, Because quite often 72 hours is just not enough time. It's not enough time. And what happens is the child is then moved to another foster home and then bounced around a few different times before the courts can decide. Wow. So let me back up on that. That sounds really traumatic for a kid who's, for the first reason they're with you is something terrible has happened. Mm -hmm. And then they might be bounced around like a billiard ball for a few days, weeks maybe, before a more permanent places found for them. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. It's quite, it's, it's unfortunate. The, the even greater unfortunate part about it is quite often there may not be a foster home. So what happens is those children are removed from our agency and taken by a social worker um, and they stay in a hotel with a social worker for a few nights before they can determine what happens to that kiddo. Oh. And so with us expanding to this 30-day model, it just allows us to keep the kid uh, for 30 days and just continue to love on them and help them kind of move through some trauma. Wow. That, that sounds like such a big deal going on in these kids' lives. And again, this may be from a police call, right? The mm-hmm. domestic call, uh, mm-hmm. a drug bust in a house, mm-hmm. or, you know, where the kids are just sort of, they're over on the side and they haven't yep. been cared for, like yep. you said, in so many ways. And, and they're just yanked up by the roots, I guess. Yep. If you and, In the middle of the night, oh, ripped yeah. up, uh, th- stuff thrown very quickly into a black garbage bag. Um, and well, that's then their life. Here's off what's, they go. Here's what's this kid's life, as we know it. It, mm-hmm. it fits in a garbage sack, yep. and they drop them, and you, they give you a call, <clears> and you open up your doors and at Hand in Hand's Safe Place. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Justin, so you heard about Safe Place, right? Yeah. And, and for some reason, besides being on the radio, one of your other passions is riding around with a scooter club all day, yeah. right? So yeah. you, you, you're my way of never growing up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you have a group of friends. It's a club. It's a social club, uh, mm-hmm. the Soldiers of Destiny, right? Yeah. So and, and it's uh, a very tough-sounding name for something that is, is super not tough. But it's not Harley's. It's, <laughs> no. it's Vespa's plus yeah. size scooters, yeah. right? Yeah, scooters. I yep. see. And if people have seen these guys around the streets of Seattle, it's it's the guys on the scooters with the goofy-looking helmets. I don't know if you can describe that to help us Absolutely. set the scene, but uh, well, we, who are the soldiers helmet. of destiny? Yeah, we, we started 10 years ago. This is our 10th anniversary, and we uh, were just college kids looking for cheap, really just cheap ways to get around. And then it turned into this really fun type, the same feeling you had as kids where you're like, let's go ride bikes to the crick. And I call it a crick where I'm from there in Montana, you go. by the okay. way. People, people make fun of me for calling it a crick. No, you go fish uh, the crick. Yeah, and you go jump in the water. <laughs> and so this was our way of like continuing that idea of staying as a, a, as a kid with your own mode of transportation and how fun and how great it was. And so the scooter thing just kind of took off. Like a, we, it wasn't hard to convince our friends to buy one once they rode one around. It was like, yep, that's awesome. I'm in. And then it turned into 
all right, well, we have to have a good excuse as to what we're doing with this. <laughs> and outside of, because like girlfriends and wives definitely weren't as supportive. When I, I was see, just like, I'm going to go right. As you're growing up, you realize you got to justify it a little. Yeah, yeah, I see. So we're like, let's let's do something philanthropic at the same time. And, and we just, we actually, now this is our seventh year of doing this event that we're going to talk about. And we were listening uh, to the radio. I was listening to the radio on my way to my own radio show. And there was a story about Safe Place. And this, what uh, Jay just talked about, uh, kids being pulled up out of their homes in the middle of the night. And... They used to just go sit in the parking lot with a social mm-hmm. worker at Denny's, and Safe Place was a space for them to go, a warm place. They could get treatment. They could have a warm bed. They would get fed. They would get clothes. And the thing that stuck with me was they would show up with garbage bags. Mm-hmm. And the reporter who was doing the story said that when they were handed a backpack, which at the time they didn't have a whole lot of because this was pretty early in the, the Safe Place program, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were handed a backpack. These kids just lit up and were like, this is mine? Like, I can keep it. And hearing that just immediately gave me tears. I was like, that's awful. No, First, no kid should have to go through what they're going through. No fault of their own. Second, they're given a backpack, and it was the world to them. And we we're like, that is such a small thing for us to do. Mm-hmm. Let's let's give them backpacks. So it started as this overnight, literally anonymous donation we were, we were thinking of doing. So we I sent an email out here at work. I sent it out to my uh, friends of... Uh, my former jobs and people who lived in Everett who had maybe heard of the program. And we collected about 25 backpacks, I think it was. And there were six of us who rode up to Everett in the middle of the night. And we're, it was very cold. It was icy. It was a bad It was a bad idea. But that's what we're known for as well. Our scooter club has also made some unnecessary risks. So it wasn't August. No, exactly. Not. It was December. And uh, But then we thought, well, man, this is going to look bad if we just drop off a bunch of backpacks in the front of this facility. We should probably email them and let them know that, like, hey, there's school supplies in these, and it's okay. Uh, so we did. And we what we learned was everywhere we were stopping to to warm up on this ride along the way, they would see these grown men with animal helmets walking into a, a casino at one time, and we had these little kids' backpacks on. <laughs> and some of us are wearing three or four at a time. And people were like, what are you doing? <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, well, there's this shelter, and we're doing this thing. And, and they were like, how do I help? And they just started stuffing $20 bills in these backpacks. Mm, awesome. And then that's what led the idea from this was a a, a noble, uh, uh, anonymous, that's we didn't want to know who we were, what we were doing. a grassroots thing yeah. that sort of organically showed up, and yep. then you realized, we were like, I people should formalize help. this because yes. mm-hmm. people do want to help. People want to help, and a little tiny thing that we just did overnight raised a couple hundred bucks and a, a, a handful of backpacks, and we thought we could make this a lot bigger. So that was seven years ago. Leading into uh, this Thursday is our seventh annual benefit party that we call Big Hearts and Backpacks, and all the proceeds, the cash, the backpacks that we encourage people to bring go directly to Hand in Hand for the Safe Place program. And uh, over the last six years, we've collected over 1,000 backpacks, more than $20,000 in, in cash and donations, and it's it's something we're really proud of, and we're really really excited for another year of it. We have a bunch of prizes and raffles and things that we give away that all again are donated, and all of the proceeds and money goes directly to hand in hands to help these kids. Yeah, and Jay, is he? I mean, a backpack handed to a kid can make a, a world of difference, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Let me let me tell you how I can kind of relate to it. I'm pretty um, lucky to be at Hand in Hand and be the CEO, but. Uh, uh, I spent 17 years in the foster care system. I was a foster kid. Um, by the age of 11, I had probably been in about 100 different homes, group homes. Um, and um, I've lived the black bag scenario where things are just thrown in the bag and just kind of ripped out of the foster home um, and moved around. And so a backpack provides an incredible sense of security. Um, and and so... Uh, 
the work that um, Soldiers of Destiny has done for Hand in Hand means it goes far beyond what the, um, they can possibly imagine. It's a, it's a pretty big thing. This is a real, it's kind of funny now that we've said this a couple times, but people listening think, yeah, I have six backpacks laying around, two are ripped up and one I never use anymore. How about giving a brand new one or a slightly used one to hand in hand? Now talk about this party you're talking about that uh, you, where you hope the public comes and gathers and it really is a party. I've been to one or two of these. Oh, it's a ton Uh, of fun. It's like you said, it's a Thursday. You didn't say when or where now. Yeah. Okay. This Thursday, it's the 22nd of August. It is in uh, Ballard. Which is uh, obviously, if you in the area, you should know where Ballard is. If you can find it, uh, it's called Pono Ranch. It's right underneath the Ballard Bridge, uh, off Fifteenth there, and it's um, a big outdoor space, music venue, bar, restaurant, and they've been so gracious to us over the last four years of letting us host this party there. And we encourage people to bring new, unused, uh, new or the slightly used uh, children's backpacks because the ranges of ages at Safe Place goes from what was it, Jay? Uh, it's uh, zero to thirteen. So the, all the way from, you can think of the spectrum of backpack mm-hmm. sizes that they may need yeah. for that, and school supplies as well. And there's a needs list uh, on this on the Hand in Hand, uh, handinhandkids.org, yep. where there are specific, and it's updated based on the children that are in the facility at the time. Mm-hmm. So anybody that brings a new backpack or school supplies or anything from that needs list, we automatically hand them five raffle tickets that can be put into the the bins that were given away and yeah. we're, this year is one of the biggest ones ever we're giving away actual vacations resort stays and golf course uh, uh, uh rounds of golf at golf courses um we're, we're whitewater rafting trips uh victoria clipper trips i mean there's a lot of big things that are to be won and for something as simple as donating a backpack to something that, again, makes a huge impact to them, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. So the Pono Ranch is a really cool place, especially in the summer. It's a Absolutely. great sort of out, like you said, it's an outdoor, kind of indoor. Uh, there's a yeah. little covering, but it's outdoor. It's warm. It's this perfect for an, yeah, a late August. Pits, to, oh, there's man. outdoor bars. It's And it, music. Tell, it's me, uh, tell us about the music yeah, because uh, this is pretty cool, too. you got a band. Year, right. it, it, we're very happy about this, too. Every year we get a different artist that we hope uh, – is a it fits the the idea and the theme of what we're doing right like they're fun they're casual uh but we always have a dj as well to start the party but this year we have uh the quintessential v prince tribute band and they're a local band they've performed a ton of shows in the area they just performed uh, olympia brew fest to a massive crowd they, their last two shows in seattle have been sold out so we're hoping we get Another sellout out of this, but they're called Purple Maine. And they are so fun and so funny and so good. Like, there's there's tribute bands that just yeah. dress the part and look yeah. the part, but they sound and play the part, and it's fantastic. That sounds so fun. Purple Maine, a Prince yeah. tribute band. So it's the Pono Ranch. It's this Thursday, right there on Shilshill Avenue in yep. Ballard. Right, like you said, it is right under the Ballard it is. Bridge. It's right next to the Ballard Bridge. You <laughs> and can see it. it. It'll be the place where the street is lined up with scooters, yes. right? Yes, that's absolutely right. <laughs> and it's not far from, there's a Fred Meyer there in Ballard that if I forgot to bring a backpack, I should run over there before I go into the Pono, right? And they're open 24 hours. That's the other <laughs> best part about this Fred Meyer. It is, I mean, right literally three blocks away. And uh, everybody right now, the, the timing of the event was not uh, not coincidental. We, we wanted this to happen around the time schools are getting started because there's big back-to-school mm-hmm. uh, back sales. They're Supplies are plentiful at all of these stores that you're going to be going to. Walgreens, Bartels, Fred Meyer, they've all been big supporters of this as well. So, yeah, if you can't get one, you're busy, but you think about it on the way, you can always grab one a couple blocks from the, the Pono Ranch. Or when you're there, you can also just kick kick some cash towards yeah. the, the cost because they can obviously allocate the funds better than we can. So if they yeah. want to throw some money into it, we're not going to stop them. Yep. So hand-in-hand, they, they, that's such a cool thing. So a little scooter club has decided – 
okay, yeah, we'll give some backpacks. But now you you are a real fundraiser. Did you ever think you'd be uh, no. this organized? Absolutely and, uh, not. <laughs> no, and again, like goes back to the idea of us just being kids riding bikes. Like now, it, it seems like it has surpassed that into this legitimate organization of guys riding scooters. But still, we're doing like the easiest part of this work. Like yeah. we're organizing a party for our friends, asking people to donate money and backpacks and prizes. <laughs> And having a blast, and then we just hand everything back off to hand in hand for them to disperse it, where they continue the hardest job of actually applying it yeah. to what they have to. And unfortunately, yeah. uh, you they know, some of the situation to. we've heard are terrible, and that's yeah. what we get to have a little slice of happiness for it. Okay, big hearts and backpacks you have your own for a while. Where I hear there's a people can donate right there online, right? Absolutely, yeah. Big hearts and backpacks all spelled out. Dot com slash donate. I'll mm-hmm. give the donate phrase too. So sure. slash donate. Uh, and the soldiers of destiny. You guys are on Facebook, right? Yeah. People can find the the S O D S C, right? Yeah. Soldiers, soldiers of, of Destiny, destiny Scooter, Scooter Club. Club was on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, handinhandkids.org. Yep. And the safe place is really talked about on there. It's described well. A new facility, right? Yeah. That sounds like pretty exciting. That you finally have your own real building design yeah. and you yeah. know, especially sort of. You're reworking this, right? Yeah. Right now as we speak? Is it- we're actively working it. We're remodeling the home. We hope to open it. Uh, we're, we're hoping and, and praying by the end of December we'll be able to open it. And then following that is a, a stream of uh, new foster homes and group homes to continue to meet the need, the growing need um, within Snohomish County. I was uh, telling uh, Justin a little bit earlier that uh, last year 550 kids went into foster care. Um, within Snohomish County, but there's only 480 foster homes. So the question is, where do where does where, where do the rest of those kids yeah. go? Uh, they're being put into other counties. They're being moved around, um, and quite often they're staying in hotels. So uh, hand in hand has a big calling. So any type of support, um, everybody can be a part of a really big story of in, influencing uh, kids' lives. And so by donating, um, either by finances or their time, can make a big difference. Yeah, and if, and if people can't go to the event, like I want to make sure handinhandkids.org, they're their own donation form there. So yeah. if anybody wants to make sure they have all of the receipts for their records and everything, it's we absolutely encourage people to go through handinkids.org. Yeah. And, uh, and the needs list is there too. So if people want to bring anything from that to the event, yeah, start there. Yeah, we are talking this morning with Justin from Moving 92.5 about Big Hearts and Backpack 7, right? The seventh yes. time. And mm-hmm. Jay Preby from Hand in Hand Kids, a safe place in Everett. Like you said, online, handinhandkids.org. And you mind, Jay, if we just talk about that need yeah. for foster care and what the foster yeah. system is and isn't, I guess, uh, in Western Washington or Snohomish County specifically. Yeah. But like you said, um, there's a need to. Can anybody be a foster parent? And if they can't, how can they support you know this part of our life? Yeah, this part yeah. of our community. I think first and foremost, I think everybody can be a part of something, right? So, you know, donating time or finances is a great way to be a part of it if you um, just bringing kids into your home isn't something that you want to do, right? Um, but certainly, if you want to make a big impact, being a foster parent makes that impact. I think there is a growing need for them here in Washington. Um, you know, Washington State is doing great work right now to reform the foster care system and really try to uh, make it an, uh, one that. Uh, positively impacts kids and follows them. There's programs being developed to help transition kids from uh, 18 years old when they're kind of removed out of foster care and uh, support them through transition. But uh, there is a growing need. And so anyone interested can certainly contact Hand in Hand Kids uh, and we'll we'll definitely direct them in the right way. And we're we're developing our own foster home support service line as well. That's awesome. And the other program you talked about, the, the communities, building a community, 
in the outreach you do and this just playing soccer. Yeah. I mean, giving these kids a, I don't know, a support system, yeah. making them feel like they have a community yeah. if if the one they're in sort of breaks down. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, too. Is that volunteer run? Can people help in that outreach you do? Yeah, we have tons of programs where volunteers can support us, and we're, we're doing adventure uh, events where – in fact, a bunch of kids today went paddleboarding on Lake Washington. Um, so we've got all kinds of events that uh, they can support: uh, soccer, uh, rock climbing, paddleboarding, snowshoeing, um, all kinds of things that certainly can impact kids. So, like you, the phrase you used before, loving on them, just yeah. loving on yeah. kids. If you have that in your heart, yep. uh, and yep. that—that's I love the that just came yeah. organically to me. Yeah. But the big hearts and the backpacks—that's the same thing, right? Yeah. Stuff these backpacks with your big heart. Yep. Um, so let's go back. I, I want to make sure people know that they can go Thursday night yeah. and do this. So I want to sell this thing out. Oh, okay. Yeah, we would love to sell this thing out. Pono Ranch, right? Pono it's Ranch in Ballard. Ballard. It's, is it, it's only 12 bucks or something, isn't it? Yeah, it is. If you buy your uh, tickets advance on the website, uh, bigheartsandbackpacks.com, it's 12 bucks. It's 15 at the door. We would love to be able to sell that out before. We, I mean, I don't want to turn anybody away. Let's let's back up. I don't want to turn anybody away, but I would love to be at the point where the fire marshals go, sorry, can't bring any more people in here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is where we are now making people say, I better get my ticket in advance. Yeah. yeah just to see Justin and, and Purple Main. Purple Main. The, fir- <laughs> and the, the first wave of tickets already sold out, so we're on our second tier. So oh, if that's you, good. If you bought the first ones early, they got even a cheaper ticket. Uh, they're at 12 now, and again, they'll be 15 at the door, and th- there is a limited amount of space. In the last year, we technically sold out at the door. I remember we got the count back and we were over the number of people we should have had in there. So we expect that again, especially with Purple Main. And the, like I said, the prizes that we are giving away, there's a lot, I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars of giveaways that you could, they could be winning for the cost of what essentially is a, a child's backpack. Yeah. So you can bring a backpack, school supplies, get some raffle tickets, but people can buy more raffle tickets. Yeah, and, absolutely. And so you have this thing lined up on this big long bench, if I recall the way mm-hmm. it was last time. And little sign in front of each kind of raffle yep. and say, oh, I might want to enter this one, but not that one. I want to win a scooter helmet, yeah. you know, or or something else or some, yeah, like I said, now vacations. Vacations. And- I mean, the, pri- <laughs> the prizes are, there's something for everybody. We have tickets, uh, our sister station here in the building, 98.9 The Bull, gave us tickets to a big country concert coming up. Uh, my station, Movie 92.5, gave us tickets to the Big Zed concert. That's at the Wamu Theater coming up. We have uh, Clipper Vacations uh, go to go up to Vancouver Island, uh, Semiamu uh, Golf Court and Country Club, and the resort gave us rounds of golf and the overnight stays at the resort. Ocean Crest Resort gave us overnight stays. Uh, River Recreation gave us whitewater rafting. We had the Center for Wooden Boats. There, I mean, it, there's a, a beauty bar in Ballard that donated the beauty stuff for, for uh, lash extensions. And, and there, there's so much, and there's something for absolutely everybody. And like you said, helmets and yeah, it's really, really great because it doesn't take a whole lot for these businesses to when they hear a story like Jay's go, yeah, it's I, it's it's small for me and it makes a big impact. It, Absolutely, I'm in exactly. And like you said, it's a it's a big impact on people. And so people, I encourage you to to go to Pono Ranch this Thursday, and you'll have fun. You can have uh, some food and some drink and listen to music, but just putting your chance in to win something fun, that's also pretty exciting. You, to, as those raffles are drawn, you think, oh, I think I'm going to win this one. Yeah. It's exciting. But even if you don't win, the money you've spent goes to hand-in-hand kids. Hey, we're, we're going to run out of time right now. So if we've left anything out, Jay, uh, Preby, CEO of Hand-in-Hand Kids up there in Everett, tell us what we've forgotten to say or tell us something again about what we should stick with us as we leave our discussion today. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, whether it's a 
a backpack, uh, whether or five dollars or your time, you are positively influencing um, these the lives of these children in a, in a big way. And so I really um, encourage you to. Um, Find us on handinhandkids.org or find us on Facebook and just be a part of an incredible organization um, making change and impacting kids' lives. Yeah, well said. Uh, I want to thank you guys both. We've been talking today with Jay Preby, CEO at Hand in Hand, and Justin, midday host on Moving 92.5 and the Soldiers of Destiny Scooter Club, of course, and all those scooter guys. Thanks to all of them. Thanks to all of you guys who do so much for the kids in our community, and hopefully we'll, they'll all have a safe place here in Puget Sound. If you'd like to hear this interview again, it will be available soon on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts within a few days. Just search Spotlight with Gary Scheip. I am Gary Scheip. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.